Welcome to Healthy Choices with your host, Ray Solano from Austin, Texas. We're ready for your calls right now. Call in toll-free at 877-956-9566. Now, here's your host, Ray Solano. Well, hello there, and welcome to Healthy Choices XM. We're broadcasting live from Fort Lauderdale, Florida today. I'm your host, Ray Solano, and we're broadcasting from the site of the spring A4M Anti-Aging Conference. This is a conference training medical physicians on integrated medicine, and this is where the brightest minds and opinion leaders train other physicians and other practitioners on the best protocols for prevention of disease. We're excited to be here off-site in Fort Lauderdale. We hope that we're broadcasting live and you can hear us well. And Sean's going to make sure that we can be able to take your any of your callers today. Uh, it, you can always call us at 877-956-9566 and text us at 512-219-0724. I'm a clinical pharmacist and board-certified clinical nutritionist, and we'll answer any of your questions today. And, you know, how do you make responsible choices that can change your life? And what our job is to give you the most cutting-edge understanding and research that is changing the way people look at chronic diseases. And today our show is talking about allergies. And if you're suffering from allergies, it could really be a digestion problem. Yes, I said that correctly, a digestion problem. A lot of people don't realize it. It's not just allergies. It could be a chronic illness. Allergies uh, that are chronic and that are, can be very debilitating can cause tremendous amount of imbalances in your body, and we want to do everything we can to, to minimize this. Our guest today is going to be the physicians from Progressive Medical Centers, Dr. Cheryl Burdett and Dr. Gazagoli. They're going to, as we interview them, they're going to break down this topic so you can gain control of your health. And again, as a special guest, backed by popular demand from the people that are texting us at our 512-219-0724. Dr. Anthony Capazzo is going to join us in the second half of our show as a special feature to discuss some of the preventative tests that he uses in his practice for not only for heart disease, but also for prevention of these inflammatory conditions. He's considered an expert in his field, and so you're welcome to call us at 877-956-9566 on the second half of our show because you want to, you want to, don't want to miss this informative segment. We want to thank our sponsors, True Health Diagnostics, being, bringing Dr. Anthony Capasso uh, to us this afternoon. Always check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com. You'll find a lot of the products talked about on our show and also past broadcasts. One items that we, we have is our customized formula that we came up with, Seasonal Shield, that is a natural antihistamine for people that can, need to cope with these conditions. Uh, tremendous amount of antihistamine being produced along with the other things that we're going to talk about on the show. Because sometimes you have to be able to make some changes over a period of time, but it's a really important not to have allergies run out of, con- out of control. So that's what's why it's important for this show. This pollen counts around the country are the highest it's ever been in many years because of the record rain and lack of uh, freezing in many parts of the country. 
it's, it's important to realize that bad allergies are a symptom of an imbalance in our body. It could be toxicity, environmental heavy metals, gut imbalances, the microbiome, good, good bacteria and bad bacteria, or food intolerances. There's certain foods that cause reactions to people. Sometimes it's wheat and sometimes it's dairy. And lack of tolerance. This is where the microbiome comes into play because some people can tolerate small amounts of insults and some people cannot, cannot, as your body can't handle any. So that's what we want to talk about today is building up your intolerance. As Hippocrates said, all diseases start in the gut. And it's important the food you eat can also contribute to this. And one of the, some of the foods that we like to heal the gut is uh, is our chef Sean will will jump in here okra aloe vera nopel and these are important vegetables that sometimes some some people think are slimy but slimy can be your friend and, and Sean you can you can come up with a modified gumbo that that uses okra and it tastes pretty good doesn't it oh yeah absolutely thank you Ray you know I think it's it's important that. Okra, there's lots of ways to use it. Uh, aloe vera, there's lots of ways to, to use it. And, you know, this is where uh, Sean is, you know, is suffering from uh, type 2 diabetes, and he's going to help us throughout the show, and especially next week, uh, being able to come up with recipes that mm-hmm. we can have as family dinners. And, and uh, you, you, so you like okra in a gumbo, right? Yeah, it's a, a little modified gumbo that I've done. And basically, I take okra, I chop it up along with uh, uh, zucchini and yellow squash. You can add any fresh vegetables with it. Sometimes I'll add some uh, green and red bell pepper to kind of uh, mix it up a little bit. And what I'll do is I'll drizzle some uh, uh, extra virgin olive oil, salt and pepper, and I'll throw some tomatoes in there. Now, you can use tomato sauce if you want to, but I try to keep it all natural. And I'll throw some uh, uh, tomatoes in there, put it in the oven for about, uh, I'd say about 15 to 30 minutes at uh, 275 and let that kind of get really, you know, not you don't want to get it mushy, but you want to get it a little bit done. And uh, about the last three minutes, I throw some goat cheese on there and and uh, serve that as a side dish. Very that good. That's great. Yes, that's great. That's good. Sean. You know, this is not we're, we're this is not a food show, but we're we're about medicine. We're yes. about prevention, and I think it's really important for people to realize that the first thing starts for what you eat. Mm, exactly. You know, we have we have we've got a lot of. Uh, Testing that can be done. There's a lot of medications where I'm a clinical pharmacist, so I own a pharmacy, mm-hmm. prescription dispensing labs. But you know what? I ask people, what do you what do you eat? What do you eat for breakfast? Mm-hmm. And the types of foods that you choose, people don't realize they're all medicine. Yes. So look at uh, okra and aloe vera with a different light as we go through today's show, and and maybe at the end of it, we can definitely get your your website, uh, Sean, for our, for our listeners. Absolutely, thank and, you. So, again, we're talking about allergies and that it could be a digestion problem. So this is what we, we're going to talk about, and we're going to go right to our pre-recorded interview with Dr. Gazagoli and Dr. Schobert at a Progressive Medical Centers out of Atlanta. They're integrative medicine uh, professionals that really break down the root cause of these diseases, especially allergies. It's just not Benadryl and uh, chlorotrimeton and many of these antihistamines. It's important to get to the root cause. Sean, let's go ahead and start out a uh, pre-recorded interview. 
let's get right into our topic because you know it's that time of year again. Yep. We're in Atlanta, Georgia, yes, and we, we know we're the capital of allergies, and I know other people are affected by that. Indeed. Here we go, environmental allergies. Oh, pollen. Let's get the Benadryl out. Indeed. Let's get these antihistamines, these anticholinergic medications right, right, that right. could have long-term complications mm-hmm. if you take it continuously. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, people are miserable. Okay, who wants to have a runny nose? Who wants to have uh, pressure in their pain, watery, itchy eyes, body aches, frequent seizing, fatigue, nervousness, sore throats, coughing. And this could also lead to depression as well. Absolutely. Okay, those are some of the signs and symptoms. But, you know, Dr. Bidet, is the answer just taking these over-counter medications? Well, no, of course, because that would be merely a suppression of symptoms. And what we would like to see happen is to have the body not react to things that we have to be in contact with, like pollen, like dust, like cats, like dogs. And so, you know, you mentioned the cost of health care and the struggles that we have. And allergies is a great example of where the rest of the world has really moved forward and we're still lagging behind. What do I mean by that? Well, we're going to dig more deeply and we're going to talk about how to balance out the immune system and not be as reactive to the environment. But if any of you out there have dealt with seasonal environmental allergies, most likely the only treatment that was provided to you was avoidance. Good luck in Atlanta, Georgia with pollen where we don't get, you know, an inch of snow, but we get an inch of this yellow dust all over everything. I, I saw a, um, a, a little docu- a little mockumentary trailer like for a movie, and it was talking about the horrors of pollen and how people start coughing and sneezing and portraying it as this insidious horror villain that was seeping in. And many of us feel that way uh, because when the season hits, we just don't feel good. Our eyes might itch, we might sneeze, but we're fatigued, we're worn down, we're a little more headachey. We don't have the same quality of life. And when we and and when you are as we are in America today, when we are packed to the gills and everything is go, 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 having a 10% or 20% reduction in your energy, your ability to focus is just not something we're able to do and 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 maintain these overly packed schedules. So maybe one answer is slow down a bit. Uh, But the second answer is, how do we get into a state where we're not reactive to our environment? Why has this happened? I mean, our ancestors were farmers and lived outside amongst us all the time. Why didn't they have these same issues? Well, one thing is that we radically increased the amount of pollen because when we plant trees, when we plant um, things for decoration, we tend to plant the male variety. Why? Because the female varieties will fruit. Uh, They drop things on your driveway. They create maybe like berries that rats are attracted to. They're messy, so we just don't plant the females as much. So a lot more planting of male trees. And then, of course, so therefore more, more pollen. That's one thing that's happened. But the second thing that's happened is is probably more important than that is the rate at which allergies and autoimmunity have skyrocketed since the 40s. And so when we look at and, and so why do I say autoimmunity in that same sentence? Well, because there's a, there's a similarity between what's happening happening in allergies and what's happening in autoimmunity in terms of an immune function that's gone astray, an immune function that is confused and is fighting things that it shouldn't be fighting. And so when we look epidemiologically at these increases in allergies, one of the things that we have to realize is that since 1940 is not enough time that we've evolved differently. 
it means our environment is different. More smog, more emissions, more pollen, more irritants in the air, and all of this creates a scenario of hypersensitivity in the system, of hypersensitivity in the person, resulting in this increase in allergies that we've seen. You know, well well said, Dr. Burnett. Hypersensitivity is a key problem here, and it's interesting because the EPA, which stands for the Environmental Protection Agency, and it's kind of interesting because, you know, I love the data they put out. I really am impressed mm-hmm. with the data, but I'm saying to myself, who are they protecting? I'm like, well, who are they protecting? Are you kidding me? They're not really protecting anybody. What they're basically doing is doing very good research. I know there's a lot of controversy about that agency in itself, but what I love about the EPA is the facts and figures they put out. As a matter of fact, the last report that I read was several years ago, 2014, I believe it is, 1314 uh, report talked about how many billions of chemicals, 4.5 billions of chemicals, and out of those, about uh, 9 to 10% of those were lead. Now, now lead, as, as you guys recall, for those loyal listeners, we talked talked about heavy metal toxicity, and, and all of this can lead to hypersensitivity. And, and what we need to do is when we're looking at a particular individual with allergies, it's easy just to have any physician walk in and say, let me just go ahead and give you this antihistamine. It's not only histamine. We'll talk about other chemicals involved with that as well. But we know histamine is also a very important releasing factor, and we know that there's certain foods that are high in histamine as well, and it actually affects the gut. But the point I'm trying to make is that the root, root, root causes all of these environmental chemicals and that what really actually has the straw to break the camel back is the pollen. So what we need to do throughout the year is to talk about a detoxification program and hopefully that will mitigate some of these uh, acute hypersensitivity allergens. And that's why I think it's important that we look at the data on what's happening from an environmental perspective and, and really, we're talking about cleaning up your own terrain. There's nothing we can really do as a society. What you know, you can sit there and lobby to your congressman. It's really going to go nowhere. The reality is, we're a toxic planet, and what we need to do is have better strategies in helping our citizens. First of all, acknowledge that. Acknowledge that because toxins are insidious. Heavy metals are deleterious. With that nice fancy word, means harmful slowly pertaining to health. So well done, Doctor Burdett. There is a hypersensitivity there, and I think it's important that we look at the entire individual. Rather than suppressing that particular mm-hmm. symptom, mm-hmm. which this is what allopathic medicine is great at, mm-hmm. or really is it great at that? Or what we're doing is we're driving those symptoms deeper Good and point. deeper and deeper into the cell until we're actually having the body explode sometime down the road. So ultimately, our message is this, is that, yes, it's uncomfortable to have allergies. Yes, that you may want to go reach over the counter, but now you want to may start to think differently, and what can I do from a natural perspective? Yes. So when we get back after this next break, We're going to dive deep, deep, deep into some of the diagnostic testing. Dr. Burdett's an expert on the microbiome. And we're going to talk a little bit, how does the microbiome even play a role in in these seasonal allergies? And I use the word seasonal, but they're really becoming a 12-month problem now, Dr. Burdett. People stay hyper hyper sensitized and they stay on overdrive. And so this is one of those areas, again, where we can take cues from the rest of the world around us. So if you have seasonal allergies, probably the one thing that has been recommended to you is desensitization through injections, where you inject a small amounts of the same things that you're allergic to <clears throat> to help the body regulate and change its immune response to that. Well, we're the last country that still does it that way. The World Health Organization says this should be done through what are called sublingual immunotherapy, same drops, but under the tongue instead of through your skin. Why? Because this is a more natural route, and so you'll prime your immune system more effectively. Second of all, it works better. 
Third of all, there are less side effects. You're less likely to have an anaphylactic reaction to this than versus an injection. You know, unfortunately in our society, what we're seeing right now is there's a dichotomy in medicine and it's kind of split down the middle and you're going to have certain physicians that say, oh, you know, everything has to be scientifically based, which we agree science is important. But how you perform these studies is also important because ultimately, you know, we know that the key here is to look for science, evidence-based medicine, but to work synergistically together. In other words, if all you think is that one medication is going to help an allergy, that, that's a problem because ultimately you may have to eliminate certain things from your home, um, from your diet. Um, believe it or not, and, and some people may not want to say this, you know, if you're that bad and you're debilitated, you may want to also decide where you're going to live. And, and ultimately, that's a hard thing to talk about to certain individuals. But, you know, we have a lot of patients who are asthmatic, and their quality of life is just deteriorating in certain parts of the country. And when they go to drier climates, they can get better as well. So I'm not suggesting anybody should just pack up and move because of seasonal allergies. What I'm trying to say is that we're seeing it's becoming worse and worse and worse and worse. And what we need to do is talk about a diagnostic approach. And we also need to talk about how to get through that season. So, Dr. LeBell, let, let's get right into that. And, you know, one of the things I just want to mention, first of all, that there are environmental allergies and there's allergic rhinitis, which the difference of symptoms is that with the allergic rhinitis is that we know that they're um, stuffy, runny nose. Um, We know that there are extreme body aches, uh, watery, itchy eyes, uh, frequent sneezing, uh, this crushing fatigue, a nervousness, sore throats, uh, coughing uh, and wheezing. And then with environmental allergies, we know that it's kind of a little different symptoms. Um, we know that a patient can end up having bronchitis, nausea, uh, rashes and hives, which is really a key thing right there, rashes and hives, uh, digestive upset as well, uh, headaches, uh, asthmatic-type um, symptoms, um, eczema, which is also a form that we have seen of, a, of severe skin disorder. We know that's really a gut issue as well. Hay fever, sneezing, itchy eyes, dark circles, under eyes. So, you know, there's two different areas there. When we use the word environmental allergies, as Dr. Burdett uh, mentioned earlier, this hypersensitivity, those could be other chemicals as well. And the pollen just on top of that. So what do we need to do? The first thing we want to talk about, Dr. Burdett, how, how do we, what's our diagnostic approach uh, if we're going to treat a patient integratively? We know that certain physicians mm-hmm. just treat mm-hmm. symptoms, mm-hmm. which that's their prerogative. But if, if a patient comes to us and said, I am tired of this, Dr. Yes. Bidet, I am tired of suffering with this, yes. what is my diagnostic approach? Yeah, so we're going to look at the whole person, and we're going to have a whole person response to histamine. So you might think, well, it's just histamine. It's some runny eyes, itchy nose. I feel bad for a while. No big deal. But did you know your heart has histamine receptors? Did you know your brain has histamine receptors? So the same histamine that can contribute to runny nose and and fatigue can also contribute to things like tachycardia, regular rhythms of the heart, or brain fog. In fact, in schizophrenia, one of the things you do, you look to see if histamine is high or low to define certain types of schizophrenia. So very brain active. For most people, just neuroexcitatory can make you feel more anxious or more wired. That's why something like a Benadryl, uh, well, people will notice getting drowsy after they take it because you calm down some of that overexcitation from histamine. But we've really got to think about how histamine affects each area of the body and come up with a complete strategy to addressing it. So 
you might be thinking, well, I don't know. I can't live in a bubble, so I don't know what you're going to do about this inch of pollen that's all around. However, it turns out even though you're reacting to pollen, other things will build up and create a, a lower threshold until you get symptoms. So while you might say, well, that doesn't make sense. I eat the same foods all year around, for example. Well, you have a category of foods that you eat. They're creating histamine that increases your levels, but not quite enough to get you into symptoms. And now you get into the right season, add more histamine from that season, and now you're symptomatic. So what can we do? Well, we can lower the overall histamine in your body, get you down lower in your threshold so you can handle this time of year. So simple blood tests can look at 88 different foods, what you're reacting to immediately in terms of allergies, and what you're reacting to in a delayed way. And sensitivities, three to 72 hours after you eat something, both ways will create histamine. And so when we can customize and tailor diet, and this doesn't mean a low sugar diet or a low fat diet. Yes, we've got to keep what I'll call the macronutrients in balance, the protein, the fats, the carbohydrates. But this goes a step beyond that. It says, of foods that are potentially healthy out there, are you reacting to them? Is your immune system confused? And if your immune system is confused, let's get rid of the trigger. Let's lower the histamine in your body. And now you have more room before you get to that threshold of symptoms. And so most people will find when they take these things out of their diet, they're able to handle something like this season better. That's not the only reason that we can create histamine. Hey, some foods just in and of themselves have more histamine than others. For example, red wine is a very high histamine food. But even some things that you think of as being healthy, like tuna, is another high histamine food. Avocado, another high histamine food. So just an understanding of where histamine's at in foods and lowering the level that we're getting from what we're eating can create a significant difference for people. If an abundance of histamine is not coming from foods for you, another contributor are bugs. Not like ants on the ground, not, not like things that we see, you know, because it's spring out there, but bugs inside your body. Dysbiotic bacteria, bad bacteria that's in your gut. We have lots of bacteria in the gut. In fact, more stars than are in the Milky Way is the amount of bacteria we have in the gut. But we can get out of balance. Uh, we can have an, a growth of bad guys. And these bad guys actually create histamine. So another thing that, may, that we'll do is we'll look at stool testing to see if there's anything dysbiotic or bad in the body because you can kill it off. You could be creating a reservoir of histamine in your body from a bad bug that's with you day in and day out. And again, you get into an allergy season and now it's too much histamine to handle. And this goes even deeper than that. Not only can that bad bug create histamine, but that bad bug can create a scenario where your body is not as good at breaking down histamine. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM, broadcasting live from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, the site of the A4M Spring Anti-Aging Conference. And you're listening to Dr. Gaz Agoli and Dr. Schober that break down allergies, that it could be a digestion problem. And, when, and Dr. Burdett was going through how histamines and bad bacteria in your GI tract can be the cause of this overreaction to your allergy symptoms or environmental allergies like pollen. So it's really important to understand where the source of the histamine is coming from. 
And many times it can be coming from your diet. So it's important to get rid of some of those foods that may be causing the problem to allow your body's tolerance to improve. So this is the reason why it's not just allergies. It's important for you to understand what is going on because the body out of balance is is what allergies are, is a body out of balance. And we're going to go through a little bit more on this discussion in the second half of our, our show. And also joining us will be Dr. Anthony Capasso, who's going to talk about some of the preventative tests and also some, you know, his personal experience with allergies and some formulations that he's come up with to help reduce some of these histamine levels. This is for some of our listeners that are texting in. They are interested in some of the nasal spray that we've developed, RG3 nasal spray for these inflamed brains that occur from mold and, and other allergies as well. Check that out.
Let's talk about your healthy choices. We have room for you right now. Toll free at 877-956-9566. Well, welcome back to Healthy Choices. We're broadcasting here from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, the site of the A4M Anti-Aging Conference. And we this is an integrative medicine show that's talking about teaching physicians and practitioners and all the root causes of diseases, especially like allergies. And we're talking with Dr. Gazagoli and Dr. Cheryl Burdett talking about the sources of allergies and the root causes and the histamine that inflames your brain, the histamine that causes the sneezing. This is not normal, and it's important to understand where that balance needs to be. So we're going to go right back to our uh, interview with uh, with the, the, our sponsors from Progressive Medical, and then we're going to get Dr. Anthony Capazzo who's going to come in afterwards to answer any of your calls live here on Healthy Choices. So you can also text us anytime at five one two two one nine zero seven two four. Also, you can call us at eight seven seven nine five six nine five six six. So let's go ahead and get started. Sean, let's go ahead with our interview with the professionals from Progressive. There's no doubt that these environmental allergies are debilitating. They're uncomfortable. Uh, they affect your production. Um, the, the symptoms are just awful. And, and we understand it's easy to reach over the counter. And you, do, you need to do what you need to do and whatever resources you have. But we're, we're going to challenge your thinking process. We're going to challenge that it's not just that particular pollen it's how your body's responding to that and we're all uniquely designed one size does not fit all one medication is not the panacea for everybody so that's why we want you to think a little differently and what's really causing so let's continue the dialogue here and you know before the last break we talked about this weakened immune system and it's really important to understand that t-cell levels because of constant intermittent battle can cause allergic reactions to be triggered more quickly. So once again, this immune system is very complex, and I can't sit there and say to you, oh, let's all go to immunologists, because mostly immunologists really are just doing research, and really when you really talk about uh, who's treating allergies and, and uh, due to immunological problems, it's, it's pretty much integrative functional doctors that talk about the immune system, and that's why Dr. Burdett was talking about the gut. 85% to 90% of your immune function is in the gut, the microbiome. And this is something that we need to continue to do more research. And we also need to continue talking about how the immune system plays a role in this. And so that's why we believe, we believe that when a patient comes to us and say, I am tired of allergies, we're going to give you something more naturally based to combat that allergy situation at that particular time. But then we're going to get right into the testing. Then we're going to talk about environmental testing. We have a certain environmental testing that our team of physicians have developed and perfected, and we use top-notch laboratories that are devoted to research and also um, looking for diagnostic markers that will help. In addition to that, you know, we are going to assess um, your gut, and we do that with a very specific stool test. Doesn't sound like fun. It's very, very, very effective. It's like looking inside of of, of your 
digestive tract without being invasive as well. And you heard Dr. Bedette say this fancy enzyme, diamine oxidase. It really sounds interesting, right? Well, it's interesting because that definitely helps uh, degrade histamine. And, you know, histamine is one of those things that have multiple, multiple pathways on degradation of the human body. So this is you really want to be able to handle how the body uh, eliminates histamine, okay? And, and that's important, and, and, and diamine oxidase is an enzyme. And enzymes are catalysts, and, and the body has numerous, numerous enzymatic pathways. And that's why we have to understand uh, that's so, so important to determine what's causing that. We also know um, that, that repetitive uh, immunizations, uh, repetitive antibiotics, steroidal medications that decrease the immune response can disturb the normal gastrointestinal flora. So once again... Looking at your history, finding out how many rounds of antibiotics you've had, how many steroids you've had, how many multiple immunizations that you've had over the years, that can also play a role. And this is why it's so important to to go to a clinician that does a good history. And and that's why we're going to encourage all of you to to, uh, consider looking for an integrative functional doctor as well. And and, and the the last thing I want to talk about, and then I'm going to turn over to Dr. Bedep uh, to give us a call because she's the expert in the gut is is dysbiosis. You know, that's a word that, that we use uh, as clinicians, and basically uh, it involves that, that, that the gut is imbalanced and has an overload of candida, parasites, fungi, uh, bad bacteria, and, and, and what happens is that this actually decreases the efficiency of the gut mucosa, which increases the potential for these allergies. So we have to really understand, if you've got severe gut dysbiosis, and that could be diagnosed with a functional integrative doctor as well. Uh, and, you know, we have some patients come to us and say, oh, I've been to my primary care doctor, and, and they told me that I don't have parasites. And, you know, that, you know, you have to do a thorough, thorough mm-hmm. diagnostic mm-hmm. workup to determine that. And also the history plays a role. So I want to go back to the gut. And, mm-hmm. and by the way, have I missed anything so far? I don't far? think so. I don't okay. think so. So I want to go back to the gut because, you know, ultimately um, we know that these allergies – really have a gut component. Um, when you make that diagnosis, give our listeners an idea, Dr. Burdett. Uh, and by the way, uh, our last segment, we're going to get right into the nutrients and what you can do right now. Um, and once again, this is not medical advice. This is just recommendations. You need to be seen by a licensed professional that can make this, but we're giving you ideas to, to pique your interest. But, but let's get right back into that gut issue. Once they're diagnosed with gut dysbiosis, what is your preferred treatment protocol? Yeah, so I, we, I, you're absolutely right. I just want to also reiterate the fact that we should be looking for parasites in terms of something that creates histamine. There's this there's this idea that we don't have parasites in this country. And definitely one of the best ways to avoid a diagnosis is to stay in denial about the diagnosis. And, and the reason that we're in such denial is because the tests that we do for parasites look for two or three things, and we don't routinely do something called a complete digestion digestive stool analysis that's going to look for literally hundreds of parasites. So if you don't look for them, of course you won't have them. Um, I know we're talking about allergies right now, but I can't tell you how often somebody comes in and says, I have IBS. I've had this for 12 years. I was uh, told just genetically I I have irritable bowel syndrome. And I ask, well, what was happening 12 years ago? And they say, oh, I took a trip to Haiti and got food poisoning and things never got better. Well, that sounds like you got a bug that never got treated. So there is definitely 
um, an, an optimistic message in that in terms of that it's not genetic. There's often a pathogen that can be treated and put your life back on a normal course. So alongside that, we always have to be looking at the gut, looking more deeply, making sure there are no intruders that create histamine. If there are, they'll wear, they'll wear down our gut lining and we won't have the enzyme that degrades histamine as well. Now, what else can we do to build up your shield, to build up your fortress so that you're more resistant to pollen? We've our, our cats or dander or whatever it is. We've already discussed that you can't live in a bubble. So what's your internal bubble? Well, your internal bubble is probably your adrenal glands. And adrenals are little glands that sit on top of our kidneys and make our adrenaline, our get-up-and-go hormones. But they also make something called cortisol. Now think of a cortisone cream or think of something in that line that's anti-inflammatory. Well, our adrenals make our own anti-inflammatory. So I want to devote this next segment, our last segment, on some particular recommendations. Uh, You know, we've spent a lot of time talking about the seasonal allergies as well. And, And I want to talk about one of the most important things. One of the most important things is really start to think about a detoxification program. And a detoxif- pro- detoxification program um, is very beneficial. So I use the word detox. So, you know, what is, what is really, a, first of all, what is the definition of a toxicant? And, and really a toxicant is any substance that's an irritant to your body, your body, okay? And when we heard the word detox, you automatically think about drugs and alcohol. That's one form. We're not talking about right now. We're talking about everything else we discussed today, all the environmental contaminants, all of the pathogens that have potentially invaded your body. And the reality is we are under constant attack, constant, constant attack. And our maker designed our body to resist this attack. Imagine your body has these little soldiers everywhere, okay? And that's part of your immune system. But the skin, the skin is the first um, element of defense. And, and now we know that once it gets past the skin, we know the, the mucosal lining is that element of defense. And we, we know that uh, it's, it's basically called secretory uh, IgA. And this is the mucosal lining. But why detox? Detox is beneficial because we're talking about helping your liver. And, and these liver nutrients are so important. And, you know, things like glutathione, which is one of the most uh, important antioxidants next to superoxide dismutase. Uh, we know glutathione is a tri-amino acid peptide. And we know it, it involves very, very important mechanisms to help that liver. We know uh, a substance called NAC, N-acetylcysteine, which interesting is part of glutathione, but we also see other studies as well. It helps the conversion. Um, we know choline. It's kind of interesting, choline. Why choline? Choline is so important because it's a nutrient that actually helps the autonomic nervous system. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM. We're broadcasting from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We were just listening to Dr. Gaz Agoli and Dr. Cheryl Burdett from Progressive Medical Centers talking about breaking down allergies and breaking down the source of these allergies and how you can get your force field up to be able to build your tolerances up. This is a very complicated topic, but we want people to understand that it is preventable and digestion problem is probably the cause to get to the root cause. But, you know, we also, we've got our phones are open here for our questions, 877-956-9566, or you can text us at 
888-346-0724. We've got a special guest that's going to be joining us, uh, Dr. Anthony Capasso. Dr. Anthony Capasso is the uh, chief medical officer and owner of Thin Centers MD, weight loss center, very innovative facility that understands the non-invasive form of, of integrative medicine and also uh, very successful weight loss programs, but it understands the root cause of many of these inflammatory conditions. Dr. Capasso, welcome to Healthy Choices. Hey, Ray. Uh, good evening. How's everything? Thanks for having me We're on. Due. Well, thank you for being taking your time out on Saturday as we're continuing this uh, this cycle of, or excuse me, the series of you joining us talking about inflammatory conditions. And, you know, uh, Cheryl was just talking about, the, you know, the force field of the adrenal glands that makes its own anti-inflammatory hormones. It's, it's all, these are all related. And I know that you've, you've suffered from many of these conditions yourself and come up with some solutions. And uh, I wanted to see if you can share some of those with our listeners. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I have uh, suffered from allergies um, ever since I was, was younger and also from leaky gut both. And what I found was is when I started to uh, heal my guts and I started taking really good sources of antioxidants, um, you know, in my diet and also supplementing them, um, things like alpha-lipoic acid and uh, quercetin, resveratrol, um, that my allergies just kind of went away. Um, I haven't had to use any allergy medications over the last 15 years, which has been phenomenal for me. Well, so wow. It's, it's been great. Impressive. Yeah, and, and I also and, found out and, that... And, you, know, you don't live in a bubble either, right? <laughs> no, I don't live in a bubble. <laughs> not, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> So yeah, it's you know I I what I did was I did um, very comprehensive testing on myself, found out um, that I had some nutrient deficiencies, some food sensitivities, and um, and I started addressing those kind of underlying causes. And man, it, it it's been great. I mean, I, I love not having to take any medications um, for for my allergies and or I used to have uh, asthma too as as a, a consequence of my allergies being so bad. You also you talk about comprehensive lab testing. These are these are something that uh, you you've had a lot of experience with. Maybe you can share just a just a couple thumbnails uh, of what you found to be important. Sure. I mean, there are there's so many different types of diagnostic testing that do from nutrient testing to um, advanced uh, lipid markers. Um, one of the tests that I use. Um, a lot with my patients is uh, a company called True Health Labs, and I like their, ch- their their testing because it gives me a lot of information, kind of all under one one shelf. Everything from uh, looking at uh, genetics to inflammatory markers like CRP um, to um, hormone values and and those advanced lipid markers and and uh, metabolic markers that I look at in all my patients that, that come through the door. And when you say CRP for our listeners, you know, we're trying to educate all of our, uh, for, you know, it's for you. they listen to our show because they get a little bit of medical knowledge that they can talk to their practitioners. And CRP is C-reactive protein. It's a very simple test, right, very inexpensive. And it's just a marker of inflammation throughout the whole body, right? Exactly, just a general marker of inflammation. And it kind of lets me know that something's going on in the system. And, um 
it, you know, it may be a chronic inflammatory process um, like allergies or, um, you know, gut-related issues, leaky gut dysbiosis, um, you know, having abnormal kind of uh, bacteria or fungus in the gut that may be contributing to um, the underlying cause of, of sneezing and allergies and asthma and, and those types of, of symptoms that, that we all know. And also, you you talked about uh, many types of antioxidants that are used and things that support the adrenal glands. And sometimes you can't get all these in foods, and you have to take supplements. But this is a very confusing marketplace out there, isn't it? Yeah, it's a very confusing marketplace. And um, I, you know, I try to um, personally myself take. Supplements that have been that have been clinically studied that are sourced from a good place, um, and and the same with my patients. When I'm recommending them, I'm recommending specific ones. Um, and you know, I would tell you every single one of my patients that walks out of my door is going to get on uh, a very good, high quality omega three fish oil and um, also uh, vitamin D three because those are two of the most common nutrient deficiencies that I'll see. Um, if there's more of an inflammatory component and fatigue and energy issues, then I'm looking at really supporting their mitochondria, and um, and and that's where where I found combinations of nutrients that really really work great to you know get those cells firing and and uh, and um, and getting people back to the energy levels that they want to be at. And you've developed a clinical formula that's always sold to practitioners. If the standards and that are found in clinical studies and also therapeutic levels, uh, these are not something you you would find in grocery stores because they're much stronger, and they need to be supervised, right? Correct. Yeah. You know, when I and when I was having some some energy issues myself, um, you know, primarily from adrenal stress and 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 poor malabsorption from leaky gut, you know, just being overworked um, when I was in residency, and this was, you know, many, many, many years ago. Um, what I found was that, that uh, you know, when I started combining the right amounts based on the clinical studies, that my body started to heal much, much quicker. And I realized that diet alone just couldn't get me where I wanted to be. So um, I formulated it primarily for myself and used it for many, many years, and then... Um, um, I started to use it more and more with my patients and my friends, and they were getting very, very similar results, increased energy. Um, the thing that I, that I found was is I leaned up really, really quickly, and it was kind of one of these amazing things. It's like I'm, I was kind of eating the same kind of, I was eating the same, same types of food, and, and I started getting much leaner, and I felt like my metabolism was back to where I was when I was in my, uh, my you know, young 20s, 18s and 20s. So that's really what kind of sold me on, on, you know, using, you know, high quality and the right amount of antioxidants. And I mentioned some of them before, resveratrol, um, alpha-lopoic acid, um, acetyl-L-carnitine, green tea. Those are some of the ones that I take every day. Um, And I take them at therapeutic doses, which means doses that were clinically studied. And and you've... Formulated the product, and you're able to sell it at your office, and 
And we also, on HealthyChoicesXM.com, have featured it for our patients, and you've given some special pricing for it. But if you can give uh, the name of the the formula that you've developed and also your website, uh, because a lot of our, we're getting some texts for people trying to figure out how they they can get a hold of your formula. Oh, sure, great. So the um, the the supplement is called Mitoblast, M-I-T-O-B-L-A-S-T, Mitoblast 2, and um, the you can go to mitoblast.com, M-I-T-O-B-L-A-S-T.com, or you can visit my website, thin, T-H-I-N-M-D, medspa.com. Now, you know, for, for you, Ray, and this is what I told you um, previously on one of the shows, is that for any of the patients that want to call my office, if they purchase one bottle, we'll give them the second bottle for half off. So they can call my office at area code 904-694-0992. Well, thank you. We appreciate that offer. That's 904-694-0992. Is that correct? Correct. Well, that's, you know, this is it's important. We give people solutions. We don't want them to suffer. We don't want them to, uh, we, we, we want to get to the root cause of many of these allergies. And taking Benadryl and many of these steroids, we're finding that is neurotoxic for some patients and their memory seems to decline. So this is something that, that we should use only as a last resort. So we really appreciate you coming on to our show and being able to discuss this and also these preventative tests, like you talked about C-reactor protein. And maybe do you have the website for the for True Health Diagnostics that, you know, our you know, listeners can get a little bit of education about some tests they can talk to their physician about. Um, I think it's True Health, uh, True Health Lab Diagnostics.com, if I'm not mistaken. I believe it is as well. You can always check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com, and for all this and for other information. And your website, you can check out your website, and you play the part because a lot of uh, sometimes a lot of our practitioners are not in good shape, and they they're clearly overweight. But you're 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 a model for what people should be, right? <laughs> Thanks, Ray. I appreciate that. Um, but we you know I still have fun. Care, when you take care of yourself and and um, and uh, it 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 pays off I guess so thank you <laughs> well, that's right well it's 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 important we 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 like to have fun we like to eat and I think it's important we talked about some foods that heal heal the gut earlier in the show we talked about okra and aloe vera and these can be made in it in such ways that they are very pleasing to our customers. But the food, right, is the, the source of the most best nu- nutrition and also healing. And, uh, you know, it's I cook, and I think you cook as well. And yeah, it's, it's to. really important to love to cook, and it's part of uh, our philosophy. And Sean's a chef, is a producer of our show, and, he, and we, we're getting up some great recipes for our, our listeners. And next week... We're gonna we're gonna come up with a, a show talking a little bit more about what to have uh, for Easter. And Dr. Klasa, before we uh, we go, do you have any special events going on at your centers that we can uh, tell some of our listeners about? Um, well, we've got a, a I've got something interesting. We have a, um, a a protocol that we're using. It's a 90 day body transformation, um, which involves using um, IV nutrients. 
um, with, um, you know, basically uh, three days or, or three months of different protocol to really kind of nutritionally get your body back on gear. We use a, um, a cleanse, um, a functional cleanse that helps to, to support the liver, um, heal the gut, and um, also help with, you know, a lot of the stressors, um, you know, that we get exposed to all the time to allow our body just to really heal itself naturally. So it's, it's, a, it's a pretty cool 90-day uh, program that we started uh, last month and, and we've seen incredible success with. Well, check it out at Dr. Anthony Capasso's site in, in Jacksonville. We're going to have to leave it at that. And check out our website, HealthyChoicesXM.com, for, for our show next week. And maybe we'll, Dr. Capasso will have you back on and give us some your clinical pearls uh, as well. And don't forget to check out past broadcasts on our website, HealthyChoicesXM.com. And you can always text us at 512 512- Two one nine zero seven two four. That's five one two two one nine zero seven two four. Anytime during this show, and Dr. Capasso, we thanks a lot for uh, being on the show, and we we'll look forward to having you again. Thanks, Ray. Take care. Okay, take care, Sean. Uh, we'll see you next week uh, when we have a special edition. We'll come up with some recipes for celebrating Easter Sunday. Does that sound good, Sean? Yes. <laughs> 